Hello, hello, and welcome to another Two Network Match Report with me, Adam. It's finished at St James's Park. It's finished in quite a spectacular encounter. It's finished Newcastle 2, Liverpool 3. <laughs> there is an incredible, incredibly large amount of talking points from this game. Um, where to even start? I mean, the, um, the starting line it was as you would expect. Um, Shelby was dropped for probably a more reliable key. Um, which doesn't bode well for for, for Shelby's long-term future. Diarmi's either because I believe he was under a pl play a certain amount of games, get a new contract kind of deal. I would be very surprised if Diarmi is now featured against Fulham next week. But Liverpool, obviously, the context was absolutely huge. The fact that they, you know, in the penultimate game of, the, of of our season, they had to keep the pressure on Man City, who play on Monday night against Leicester. And it was a, it was an absolute must game for Liverpool, less so for Newcastle, who, you know, the night the night's narrative for us was more about Rafa Benitez and more about trying to persuade him to stay and serenading him once more with chance, which he got he got a lot of love tonight and, and rightly so because I tell you what, like all we all I wanted to go to to St James's Park to see was I wanted us just to have a go. I wanted to if if Liverpool were going to win that game. Considering that in the reverse fixture it was 4 0 and an absolute drubbing, and we were nowhere near them in terms of class. All I wanted from tonight was to give them a game, to make them work hard and earn. If Liverpool are going to win this game, they needed to fucking earn it. And I tell you, I tell you what, I tell you what, Newcastle wanted it more tonight. And I think the only thing that stopped, stopped us from getting anything was a bit of bad luck. I'm talking about officiating, and and just a golfing quality. I mean, we, we we our desire was streets ahead of them. Maybe nerves were there, but in the game, in that 90 minutes, nobody wanted that game more than Newcastle did. And I, you know, Liverpool will be lauded for this. They'll be heralded for 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 playing basically shite. Honestly, shite football. They were terrible, but they will be hailed, and this will be one of those. Those are the kind of games that champions win. You know, th th this is the narrative that we'll get from the media. They will be absolutely heralded from how brave they were tonight. But honestly, they were just shite. We gifted them first the, the, the first two goals that they scored. We completely lost our heads in terms of the amount of space that, they, that Liverpool had to score from. You know, Van Dijk for the first one. You know, it's six foot five. He's not like he can slope into the box like undercover. Like he's he's massive. He's the captain. He's the threat. And Dubravka's got no chance when he wasn't even challenged for a header. He's just won 11. I'm just thinking, bloody hell, man. You know, we've expected us to put up more of a fight than this defensively. And, you know, yeah, Liverpool dominated possession. They're going to. Of course they're going to. But they didn't really trouble... Be, be, again, be, beyond these two goals that we essentially just get gifted them on a plate, they didn't trouble us. We, you know, the the the, the stadium, the atmosphere was incredible. It was it was amazing. You can hear my voice. I'm, I'm very very hoarse. Shouting that lens with most of the day, but obviously the the, the huge surfer flag uh, needs a mention. Um, the it's absolutely massive. <laughs> For a start, it's huge. It looks just so impressive. And what a stage to be able to present that on, you know, the whole, the world, world, world football's eyes on us tonight. And we showed them what it means that, 
you know, to be a fan base who respects a manager who loves his club, who who appreciates the work that he does, the hard work that he puts in, that's made ever more difficult by being hamstrung by a lack of resource and constant undermining by the board and the owner. Yet he still achieves miracles and you know, had he drawn tonight, if we'd gone a 2-2, it wouldn't have been a miracle, it would just be a deserved draw. Liverpool did not deserve to win tonight, and if I'm a Liverpool fan, I'd be pretty annoyed about the performance tonight. And again, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe you call it nerves, maybe you call it, you know, just they would have taken any win in any way, which is ultimately what happened, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you something, I'd be nervous as a Liverpool fan going at the last game, going at the last game of the season. After saying that, they didn't have the desire that Newcastle had. Newcastle have literally got nothing to play for, but you've got Rafa Benitez who wants to go toe to toe with one of his elite European UEFA coach peers in Jurgen Klopp. Rafa Benitez is as is as talented as Jurgen Klopp, if not more so, because he fucking has actually won stuff. Yet, he's completely handicapped by having, you know, having managing a, 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 a lower quality side and an underinvested side. And <clears throat> yet he's still, despite all of that, despite the fact that Liverpool's team was assembled with half a billion quid, we went toe-to-toe -to -toe with them. And, 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 and looking at performance, we deserved it more. Looking at the stats, we deserved it more. And looking at the refereeing decisions that led to key, um, you know, key refereeing decisions that could have changed the game, they, honestly, they've really ridden their luck tonight. Really have. Um, and one such incident was the was the was the um, was the incident that led up to our 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 equaliser. So you know we didn't have we we didn't have much of that kind of like first sort of twenty minutes, but. We, we, you know, we went ahead by, you know, there was a, was a ball over from Mankio, Van Dijk sort of headed it out to Rondon, the keepers everywhere, and Rondon's fire shot, it's been handled by Trent Alexander-Arnold on the line. Atsu's, Atsu's finished, um, which I'm, re I'm absolutely delighted for him, and it's, it's absolutely brilliant, and, he, and his anticipation there is superb, absolutely superb. But then... There's an argument to say that if Alexander-Arnold is sent off and a penalty is given and then we score that penalty, you, you, you think about that and you think, well, Liverpool now have a disadvantage for the whole game. They're down to 10 men. There are, we've obviously equalised from a penalty spot instead of an Atsu. And you just think in that moment, what would you prefer? It's a difficult one, isn't it? Because my immediate... My, 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 my initial reaction would be, I'd take the goal 100%. I'd take the goal all day long, rather than the promise of a penalty, which obviously I believe our last penalty we missed, Richie versus Everton, unless I've missed one. I've been drinking all day. I, <laughs> my memory's not what it used to be. But would you, I mean, t tell me below, tell me in the comments, like, would you take a goal there or would you take a penalty and a red card? Now, I'm pretty certain I'm pretty certain the referee possibly can pull that back. If it was a clear goal scoring opportunity, it's a difficult one. Maybe there's an absolute reason that he can't, but by all accounts, it was absolutely blatant. Absolutely blatant. 
So that's a major decision that, given the man advantage and given the fact that Alexander-Arnold will now play in the final game of the season in the league and not be banned, that's, that's, a, that's a huge call to make. That's, that's absolutely massive. And it's denied Rondon a clear goal-scoring opportunity. Yes, Atsu finished it up and maybe that negates it. I'm, I'm not all fair with the rules as much as that, but you know, it's certainly a talking point and it, and it, it makes you ask the question, what would you want in, in that situation? Um, and no sooner had we scored that, you know, I think about, about the half hour mark, they've then caught us off guard again and, 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 and Salah's finished from like the sort of middle of, the, you know, again, Dubravka, no chance and you just think like, it's just two incredibly cheap goals. And this isn't, the, this isn't Newcastle defence, you know, this isn't the defence that we've known. 4-0 is like, a, 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 you know, at Anfield is our worst result this season in terms of, you know, you know, how much we were defeated by. You just think we've kind of, we've gifted, a, we've gifted, you know, what is a very talented attacking side and being heralded as one of the best of its generation. The best Liverpool side in, you know, maybe since the, I don't know. Probably since since Rafa Benitez was there, to be honest. Yet they've only gone ahead in the in the break, two goals to one, because we've we've basically served them up on a silver platter for them. Now it's really interesting, actually, because at half time we'd had seven shots and five on target, which is pretty impressive, really. And they had seven and three. So Dubravka's only made Dubravka's only made one save. In that first half, at the first two, again, I haven't really seen, I haven't seen the replays yet. But you got to believe he's not got much chance to save those when the defence isn't helping him out. And he's made, he's made one, he's made one shot other than that. Yet in the second half, Liverpool only had four shots and one on target in the end, and that one on target was was the goal, which probably shouldn't have been a goal if 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 I'm being honest. Um, and yeah, let's jump to that anyway. So we, we went at a 2 1. But you think, like, you know, we're giving them a game here. And I felt, you know, at half time, talking to my, my parents and that in, in, in the ground and some mates around. And you just think, well, do you know what it is? We've, we've, we're doing all right here. We're giving them a game. And that's kind of all I wanted from tonight. This matters far more to them. My, my primary narrative was shouting for Rafa Benitez, chanting his name, and trying to persuade him to stay and appreciating his efforts. And, he was, he, he he definitely had Newcastle players bang up for this one. Like they were they were really fired up. I was particularly impressed with the likes of Matt Ritchie tonight, uh, Paul Dummett, Rondon was superb. Um, Hayden's tackling was really good, and he got again another example of poor officiating was you know he, he kept getting pulled up for what I believed were absolutely clean cut fouls, uh, clean cut tackles that he regarded as fouls. Andre Mariner. You know, Key got an elbow, it wasn't even a free kick, let alone a yellow card, let alone a red card. And, you know, Liverpool just flattered to deceive. Salah just seemed like he wanted to go down a lot. I mean, this is this is Salah. Um, and he got, a, he got a, a strange one in the box, he got a nasty one. You know, he looked, I initially saw a collision. It was completely, it was completely accidental uh, from the from the goalkeeper, and, and, and Dummett was the one who um, kicked it away. But then he sort of seemed sat up, and so I looked away, and then I looked again, and he was down. And he didn't go, he didn't kind of get back up again. So 
obviously hope Salah's okay, um, wouldn't wish that on anybody, um, but before he did get his injury, he did seem to be up to his old tricks again. Um, you've got Mane doing the same, you know, just trying to buy fouls all over the place. Fabinho was terrible, and, 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 and Fabinho actually, not even, you know what I'm going to talk about next, but even before that, Fabinho was buying cheap fouls, like by just crumbling to the ground. He's, he's like six foot four, man. He shouldn't be going down under any challenge. Like, show some strength, show some integrity, and just get on with the game. The, the, the Richie foul, which obviously led to the free kick that led to the winner, was just I've seen I've seen I have seen a replay. Of that. That's the only thing I've seen a replay of. I haven't seen a replay of any of the goals. But that honestly, just it's disgraceful. That linesman as well. He's right next to him. That's an easy call to make. That's just it's just not a free kick. The fact that the officials were pandering to this and allowing Liverpool. To, to to manipulate him in this way, I, I just think it's dog shit. It's it it just stinks. It's it's piss poor. The free kick was taken ten yards away from where the foul was was the apparent the alleged foul was anyway. So there's there, there's already two decisions that have gone against him. That linesman, I must say, I'm I'm hoarse because I was shouting at him because he was he was so far behind the run of play. So he was he was putting his hand up for for offsides. Yet he was 10, 20 yards behind the pace of the game constantly. So any any decisions that he did get right in terms of those offsides, complete fluke. Because there's absolutely no way he's standing in line unless, and I may be forgiven for thinking otherwise, unless this particular linesman he's got one of those faces that you unless this linesman can bend light with his eyes it's a complete fluke that he gets any decision right because he was behind the run of play constantly. I thought, I thought the officiating was just shit, <laughs> personally. I just think it was shit. We didn't get the rub of the green in anything that we did. There not one decision of those controversial ones, those key ones, the ones that matter, none of them went our way. There was a penalty shout in the, in the, in the second half. That's potentially two penalties that we could have had. Um, Again, I don't know how much there was in that. I'm just mentioning to say at least it was something to have a look at and talk about. But I tell you what, there will be nobody in the media tonight talking about how Fabinho bought the foul for that for that for that for that free kick for the for the winner. Nobody will be talking about it in the media. There's plenty of fucking Newcastle fans talking about it. It's getting shared on social media all over the place. Nine thousand retweets for a Fabinho dive. And I said to the stand, I said, I said it, I said it to everyone around us in the stand, because we're quite close to it. He got the ball, and I said, Fabinho's going down here. Because he's done it, he did it before, he did it earlier in the game. And guess what? Fabinho went down. And what's happened is they've gone and scored and won the game. In circumstances, I believe, of incredibly fortuitous. But fucking less about Liverpool. I couldn't, I couldn't give a shit, it's not even about them. It's not about, it's not even about like Jordan Henderson. Probably loving, he will love coming to St James's Park because it's the only place where he will feel like semi-relevant. The fact that he sound like a bastard, he will love that. He will love that he won and that he, that, he, that he arrogantly walked over. The way he was looking at the crowd as well and giving, you know, you know facial gestures. Just piss poor. Really, really poor because there was, there was moments when he was trying to get our players booked. Like, 
three minutes after it even happened, he was in the referee's face, pointing at an incident that had gone. Yeah, so he's got the temerity to do that, yet yeah. look at the carry-on of all of his players. Shite, man. Absolutely shite. But I want to talk about our, our equaliser, because, again, it, it just shows what, what potential this team could have if it just had a bit more class and quality. Like that Rondon finish. It's, it was one of the most satisfying goals I've seen at St James's Park this season. He just caught it perfectly. Mankiw involved again, who I must say I'm not his biggest fan, but he's he stepped up the last couple of games. He's, he played really, really well tonight. Rondon's caught it outside of the box with like, or around the edge of the box. With the laces of his wrong foot on the on the outside of his left left foot. And I was right behind it, so I got I just got the perfect view of it. And honestly, like you couldn't just you couldn't draw the line that it took more perfectly. You couldn't draw it perfectly. It just honestly, it just it was a thing of beauty. And Salomon Rondon with his tenth Premier League goal, and that means that both of us strike. We know we had two people, two players, on on double figured Premier League goals for the first time since Barnes, you say, in a Premier League season. He's got ten goals and I believe seven assists now. Simon Rondon, like he's contributed to 17 goals, and if you think that we've probably, I think we've now scored 39 goals this season, more or less. So he's pretty much scored about 45% of our goals. There's just no question that we have to pay. We have to pay for him. We have to buy him. He's perfectly suited to our system. He's perfectly suited to follow Rafa Benitez's instructions. And he can score goals. He's so crucial. He is so crucial. We have to buy him. And then another. So he can push Rondon. So Rondon doesn't have to carry the burden all on his own. But we'll get on to that later. We, you know, we, I just wanted to, to herald that incredible strike. It was magnificent. It was a joy to watch. And one of the best I've seen at St James's Park this season. Um, and that got us back in the game at 2-2 and obviously like there was a couple of injuries at the Salah and that, that kind of broke up momentum a bit and it was really playing into our hands despite you know, the 8 minutes stoppage time which ultimately at least give us a, a, a bit more of a fighting chance to sort of nick something at the end but you know look it, it was a, it was an ex I'm exhausted I'm emotional I'm drunk it was a it was a great encounter but I, I, honestly if 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 those if those decisions are reversed, in terms of officiating, Klopp's Klopp Klopp goes apoplectic in that post-match presser. Klopp is livid. If those decisions that went for him go against him tonight, and that says it all for me. He knows how lucky they've been. And you know, the politics around this game anyway. The fact that it was moved, it was moved twice from an initial three o'clock Saturday, then moved to a half four on a Sunday, the Champions League, then determined that it was moving again. Like that affects people's lives, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Why shouldn't the Premier League take precedent? Why can't the Premier League say, no, it's the Premier League, we're the most important competition. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. The Billy Big Bulls about everything else, I don't know why they would about this. But the fans were fantastic. Um, 
really disappointed to see Liverpool fans getting ejected because they, they, Newcastle fans giving them tickets. It's just shit. It shouldn't happen. It absolutely shouldn't happen. And people quite rightly get their backs up. And quite rightly they were rejected. But I tell you what, those those people who have sold to Liverpool tickets, to Liverpool uh, fans, they, 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 they should have season tickets revoked for that. That's bullshit. You, can't, you shouldn't do that. You're asking for trouble. You're asking for fights to break out. And it's not on. So there's me rant. Um, I, don't, I still don't think Liverpool win the league. I still think it'll be um, just too much. Um, I think Barcelona will break. They won't progress in the Champions League either. Mark, my, <laughs> I'm obviously, I'm obviously setting myself up for a Liverpool double here, but like you know, I don't think it'll happen. Um, but on to the next one, and the last one, could it have been Rafa's last home game today? The noises this week have been a lot more positive. Could it be his last game at Craven Cottage as a Newcastle manager? We'll see. Let's hope not. I don't believe so. I do think he'll sign a contract, and I think. He will be backed better than he has been, but I don't think it'll be anywhere near what it should be. But Rafa Benitez loves his club, and I think the fans tonight, as if they needed to do so again, reaffirmed their love for that beautiful bearded Spaniard who is just everything right now. He's absolutely everything to us. And Rafa Benitez, yes, we do want you to stay. I'm going down to Craven Cottage. I will get a video up as soon as I can then. Again, no idea how good the quality will be, how, <laughs> if I'll, how coherent I'll be, but I'll do my best. And that will be the last one of the season. Thanks ever so much for sticking with me and all your support and get your comments in and please subscribe and follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook. And if you listen to this on a podcast, please rate and just share with friends. I'd like to I'd like to hear from as many people as possible. I've been out on the two network. It's finished Newcastle two, Liverpool three. So close, but we absolutely deserve to beat them. And I think two two would probably have been the more just result. Thanks everyone. Bye. See you bye.